are back at the Flower Expo. And, uh, you know, one of the fascinating things about traveling the world is getting to meet all the really cool brands that are out there, you know, all the unique brands. And that are trying. And, <laughs> yes, <laughs> tries them all. Uh, that are developing in, in within these interstate markets and these international markets. And so we're pleased to be joined by, uh, you're the founder? Uh, no, I'm the sales director. Sales director for Green Monkey, a really, really cool brand that's now in the Massachusetts market. We're in market. the Massachusetts market. I like how you guys yep. spell it, too. Monkey. Monkey. Yeah, we tried to you know, make it a little bit fancier. It's bougier, different. You know, make it a little different. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, so where's Green Monkey from? Green Monkey is, well, we're headquartered in Toronto. The The story actually goes back to the United Kingdom, where so we this started. This is officially, almost, this is now a Canterbury tale. Oh yeah, yeah. You're getting the, you're getting the whole story now. Yeah, no, this absolutely, is, this is a absolutely. Too. So yeah, so we started in the UK actually as a hemp only CBD drink, and it's the number one selling CBD beverage in the United Kingdom. Really, our North American founders were on vacation in London, and they tried it, and they're like, "Well, we love this," uh, and that's the tropical citrus flavor, mm. and so they licensed it. They said, "We want to bring it back to Canada and put THC in it because we can," and so we. Hired their drink master, brought him over here. He formulated the THC version and also created the other two flavors, mango guava and uh, orange passion fruit. And in so they launched in Canada as nationwide because it's federally legal up there as a low dose. It's a three six three milligrams of THC with six milligrams of CBD. So so Canada Canada was the first THC version of Happy Monkey. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep, Canada was the first version, and then we're all about the THC. Absolutely, and then the THC, and then they brought it to California. It was the first U.S. market. All right, uh, so that was two thousand what twenty one. Two thousand twenty one migrated over to California. That's a nice move. Yep, like that. So last two years, it's won the Tropical Citrus has won the best tasting cannabis beverage in California from Daily Dot. Okay. Um. So, and they're also a three six out there. Last summer, we launched in Maine, and when we came to Maine, we looked at the market, and yeah, why Maine, Maine? everything, is, well, because it was basically a soft launch for Massachusetts. Oh. Um, our, our co-packer that we were using then was uh, building a facility here, and they were already operating in Maine, so we said, well, we'll do a soft launch up there with one flavor, and we reformulated it to the 510 because all the drinks in Maine are 10 milligram, so we could still be a low dose with 5 milligrams. And then the 10 milligrams of CBD helps back it up. It gives it a little bit more of a social vibe than some of the other drinks. It's less of an edible. It's less mm -hmm. of a kind of punchy in the face. Some people are, are when they take uh, CBD, they feel more comfortable. Yeah. You know? it, more, it kind of mellows out the buzz a little bit. It yeah. makes people a little bit less anxious. makes it more of an outdoor kind of day like today mm -hmm. drink. And did really well in Maine. So we launched this summer in or March right around St. Patrick's Day in Massachusetts with all three flavors and it's been going pretty well. Yeah, no, I like it. The flavor's amazing. It Delicious. hits. I especially like it because it doesn't have a lot of sugars in it. You find yeah. drinks nowadays, even even protein drinks, you know, they, they load that with so much sugar, you have only what, 10? Five milligrams five? Of, or five grams of sugar grams. Per, uh, per can. There is some artificial, we use an artificial sweetener, we use sucralose mm -hmm. in there because that you need to cut out the, um, somebody's, starting to steal uh, somebody's starting to steal it already. Yeah. Of course, they're delicious. <laughs> Um, you got to put some sweetness in it to balance out the bitterness of the emulsion. Mm -hmm. And we found that sucralose is way more efficient. So we have to use less of it than you do sugar. So we use raw vegan sugar for the actual sweetness that you taste. 
But what we use to balance out the bitterness is the sucralose because we can use less of it where a lot of the other sodas that are on the market, 30 grams of sugar in them because they're using all sugar to balance that out and you can't hide it with it just sugar is just less efficient. That, that's that's absolutely fascinating. So you guys have been in the Massachusetts market for how long now? Uh, three and a half months. Three and a half months now. How's yeah. it going? Going great. Um, you know, we're in basically every region. We're in a few stores. We're less focused on the volume of stores mm -hmm. and the quality because we're a small team. Mm -hmm. My my entire team in the United States is here. And there's five of us. <laughs> nice. Should have had so, all the yeah, so it's yeah. You're in charge of California too? Uh, I do everything east of California. Okay. Yeah. So we have, uh, I have a counterpart in California and she ha uses a, a sales organization, kind of a third party sales team to help her. Right. And she runs the brand out there. Um, that may be changing soon. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, we're a smaller team so we can serve, you know, we, we're all about providing better service and letting, getting just drinks in people's hands, getting non-infused samples in, in customers' hands, letting them try it because they always come back and buy it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd rather have 25 stores that sell 100 cases a month than 100 stores that sell two cases a month, you know. So how does that kind of, can you uh, explain that to me? Because we're from Arizona. Um, I'm here traveling, learning all the markets yeah. there. How does that mar How does that work, um, getting your, your product into the dispensaries out here? Is it hard? Or you, you said you're only in a few. So why, why is that? it's really because I'm only one man. Yeah. And I don't have the bandwidth to go to all of them. You know, so we've got a lot. And so it's it's there's a little bit of a balance. So had we launched a year ago in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. we'd probably be everywhere because there was not much on the market that wasn't a seltzer for a beverage. Hmm. Um, and so there are a lot of other options now that came out before us there and they're sitting in fridges. So we've got it's shelf space is the biggest issue in the drinks yes. and vault space because they take up so much room. Is that refrigerated know? in the dispensary? No. So ours are shelf stable. Some need to be refrigerated. Mm -hmm. Ours don't. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, it's a little bit easier for some of those stores. But the vault space is a big issue, too, because there's limited space and you can fit 500 pre-rolls in the same space. You can fit 24 drinks. You yes. know what I mean? So there's, we just went there's a little bit the of balance. Boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to fit them in the, we give out like 200 lunch boxes full of product, like oh, $300 nice. worth of product at our Love events it. every month. and. These would fit perfect I be, inside. I, I want to be actually. at your event. Absolutely. Well, I mean, right now we're in Arizona, but we're going to yeah. be doing the meetings across the country. So yeah. I'm sure you'll we, get invited to one. We'd love to be there. We yeah, do. Um, you know, we, we've, we've talked about coming to Arizona, actually. Last year in Vegas, we mm -hmm. were talking about it. We were having a conversation with a co-packer out there. I don't fallen off the radar just because I've had Massachusetts and yeah. other things on my mind. Are you in charge of the business development aspect of it too? or kind No, of I'm kind team? of I'm kind of whole team. I do mostly the sales development and the sales operations and then the direct sales because we are I'm moving more into the business development side of right. it because I know the U.S. market better than our Canadian counterparts. You know, uh, managers do just because I'm here and mm -hmm. I've grown up in this market. I used to work on the regulation side of it too. So right. I used to write, you know, I wrote some of the RVT, the uh, vendor training programs here in Massachusetts. I've worked with the commissioners on writing the driver's ed program for Massachusetts. So, you know, now one of the things of that, that, that Mita is going to be doing long-term is helping with brands expansion, mm. uh, whatever the current regulatory structure is, especially in the United States. Yeah. And uh, as you know, state by state, various <laughs> entry, it, it yeah. is a mess and it's going to become even more of a mess as it goes federally legal, but that mess will also have an answer. Yeah. It, it will, there, it's going to be a maze, 
but he who can navigate the maze. And so Mita wants to help brands navigate the maze, whatever it turns out to be. Um, so, you know, right now, obviously, you got to do interstate. Yeah. You, know, you got to have a manufacturing partner or yeah. do it yourself. Uh, so, and, and one of the things, for example, like if you're going into Illinois or, or Florida, um, do you guys look for partners that are manufacturing themselves or you want to yep. white label? Yep. So we, white, we find, white we label find, or, yeah. We find a partner that ma- does manufacturing right. and hopefully has a drink line so we don't have to build it. Um, and depending on the market, we'll discuss that you know, with some people. Um, and you know, they make the drinks for us with their license and we just sell them. Right. So and we pay them a fee to make the drinks and we basically split the money. How much is like the equipment to make all this? To make these drinks and stuff. About three quarters of a million bucks. Three quarters of a million? Yeah. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a it's a healthy it's a healthy layout of cash. See that's that's just so complicated. Yeah. I I mean I, you know, we try to unravel, explain, educate, mm-hmm. interpret. You're out there in the trenches fighting these wars. Yeah. You know, but when it doesn't make a lot of sense and you're like, Well, I gotta do seven I got stop fifty states, but forty states, twenty states adult use, I gotta buy forty seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar assemblies wait that it doesn't, doesn't work, work for us couldn't yeah, work it couldn't possibly it, work and it doesn't make a lot of sense yeah. nobody's know? got that kind of money and the margins aren't there i mean right you know, so it, I, yeah everybody th- everybody thinks oh these weed guys they just they just make a ton of money they're printing money no no so, right, <laughs> it costs a giving, lot of money to get into the business so you got to get it back and then samples and yeah you know it takes a little bit. You got to get people to try it. You know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why everybody wants to start with. Uh, how can I buy some flour and package it with my name on it? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yep. This Just give a, me some white labeled flour. This yeah. is capital expenditure. But um, but you're definitely looking for partners. And if somebody's, well, you know, I mean, I think your best partners out there actually those manufacturers that are trying to do their own drink line mm-hmm. and who have their equipment. And like, why are we failing? Well, you're failing because yours doesn't taste as good as this. Right. Too much sugar. Because you don't have. <laughs> So the big difference yeah. between Green Monkey and a lot of these other drink companies is we have a drink master that designed our flavors and right. works with flavor houses to make the flavors. You know, we this guy's been making drinks for 50 years. He's out of the cannabis, 75-year-old, yeah. you know, British guy who comes out here and formulates flavors, knows how to make things taste good, you know, and you know, won't sell, settle for artificial tasting like the guava in the mm-hmm. mango guava. Or the mango, too. Everybody's like, I hate, you know, I never like mango drinks because it's always that fake artificial mango flavor. But it's a real mango flavor with real mango, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just all about using good product and, you know, having That's a good, good stuff. Start I, good I, have, I have some friends in, in California that I wanted to introduce you to. Absolutely. I'm interested in working quick, with your company. Quick question, though. Yeah. I noticed this has so type. You know, people that aren't, like me, I'm not familiar. Obviously, I know distillate oil. That's how it's yeah. infused. So how, how is it? Is a cannabis drink so actually infused with it's cannabis? It's a distillate. So it's, it starts with distillate. You can't distillate. talk about this stuff. It's a, nano, it's a nano emulsified distillate. So what they do is they take distillate Where we and then they this. Sorry. process it. They spin it, basically, and make the molecules smaller. Uh-huh. So they process faster in your body. They process more in your body as well. So difference between a drink and an edible, if you take, you know, we'll use 10 milligrams because it's easier math. You take, you know, 10 milligrams of drink, 10 milligrams of a regular gummy bear, right? Your body's only going to process 25 to 30% of that gummy, the THC in the gummy. So you're getting maybe two and a half to three milligrams of THC actually in your body. Where with a drink, you're looking at 70 to 80%. So... You're getting twice as much THC. It hits your body faster, 15 minutes rather than 45 to an hour. 
and it's out of you quicker too. So you don't have to have all day. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times I don't got four hours to you know sit with a bunch of edibles and be stoned. Yeah. Right. But I, you know, with a drink, they're more social and they're in and out quicker. Interesting. You know, Thank this, you for sharing that. We, we really, I love this. Yeah. It's really tasty stuff. Good. And, I'm and glad you like it. Yeah. And I, I tried the, uh, what was the drink that we put in the lunch boxes? Well, actually don't mention the name, uh, yeah. but it wasn't that good. <laughs> I'm know? like, ah, uh, you know, yeah. and, and, and we, it was somebody packaging, you know, somebody doing this, something similar to this. But it tasted funny. Yeah. A lot yeah, of them because they, they can't bury the emulsion. You know, they can't get that flavor out. They that just, THC. Yeah, the uh, THC, the emulsion. Overcoming. Yeah, it's really bitter, you know, and, yeah. it, and, it, and it's very overpowering. A lot of the old drinks I used to say, like, yeah, I drink them because they get me stoned, right? Where yeah. these, I'm like, I drink them because I like them. Oh, and they get me stoned? Sweet. <laughs> you know? I like, too, how you, uh, the top, you could put it away, put it yeah. back in the fridge. Reseal, reclosable. Reseal. So you can, look at that. Yeah, so you can reclose it, so you can drink half of it. See, you know, it's real good. You know, it makes it more approachable for those new users. Mm-hmm. You know, they only drink half of it, see where I'm at in 20 minutes, and then drink the rest of it if they want. I mean, it'll hold the carbonation for a good four hours after it's been opened and resealed. Yeah. So nice. it's cool. This is awesome. Yeah. And, you know, one of the big things, obviously, we love introducing brands out there to our market. But we also love introducing individuals because you're going to be in the cannabis industry for a while. You're clearly <laughs> I've been an ex- around it for a little while, yeah. Yeah, and, and you're clearly an expert on the subject. So it's our it's our pleasure not just to get to know your brand, but also to meet you and to introduce yeah. you to our audience. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, my name is Dave Monty. I'm the sales director for, for Green Monkey. You can find me um, at, you know, green, david at greenmonkey.com. Um, Instagram is davidmonty1, D-A-V-I-D-M-O-N-T-E. Um, so it's actually pretty sl- close to the Green Monkey spelling. Twitter is at David Monty. First, I've been on those platforms for obviously too long since I got my first and last name as my handles. So it's easy. I'm easy to find. That's good. You got a network. Yeah, absolutely. That's so awesome. if you're interested in learning about Green Monkey, which I think you should be, or if you're just interested in talking to Dave about the industry in general. Give me a shout. Yeah, yeah Monty for Monkey. Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us. And, and thank you for there, having there, me. There, there is a storm coming on the horizon. Yeah. So we're I know. I'm really up. hoping. I'm really hoping that it wants to go that way, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't look that good. I think we're all gonna have to pack up, but we'll put everything back up tomorrow. So Absolutely. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll be uh, running for rain drops. There but you go. Thanks Perfect. for tuning in, guys. That was another episode of Meet on Chocolate. <laughs>